Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Killer Collab Podcast. My name is Tony Devin Florida, Tony D. As always, joined with Chris Leto. Howdy, howdy. What's up? How you doing? And in front of him, Mr. Joe Davison. Let me see if I can match Chris's enthusiasm. He doesn't have enthusiasm. Hey. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, guys. I hate my life. How's everybody doing? Uh, I have the greatest life ever. Yeah, I'll sorry. Do anything, do whatever I want. You do? Yeah, he does. He has. No I'm life. having horrible deja vu right. Now. Hang out. Why? I don't know. I just feel like a lot of deja vu's happening. What is he doing? What are we doing over there? Can you, can you hear this? He's he's terrible at this. Yes, we can hear it. You know who this is? No. This is Vitus. He's a Russian opera singer. Yeah. He's, dude, he is gorgeous. Gorgeous. I mean, like, as an artist. Oh. He kind of has, like, a Bowie thing going. Yeah, he's yeah. very... <laughs> but I want you guys to watch this work. My daughter... He looks like something you'd see on America's Got see Talent. That? <laughs> dude, this guy's a billionaire. Oh, that guy's massive in Russia. He's huge. Yeah. Look at that tongue work. My <laughs> wife wants me to get to that. Look at that tongue work. Yeah. Vitus, <laughs> wow. if you're listening, buddy, I, don't really I admire you. I think you're a great artist. Uh, I saw you live at uh, some some uh, rave thing in the desert via satellite. It was mm-hmm. awesome. I don't Anyways. think I've ever heard anyone say, look at that tongue work. Yeah, well, that's because you don't do <laughs> good tongue work, man. <laughs> Leanne constantly says it. Yeah. She's like, look yeah, at that. Yeah, apparently, and, and usually you're not there. I'm not. <laughs> I'm on the phone. She's like, you should see this tongue work. Like, Who's there today? <laughs> hey, Joe, I think we have a special guest. And we do. We have a, uh, a fantastic guest. Uh, I've worked with him uh, years in like 2000, and then again yep. in like uh, like three weeks ago. <laughs> like, I was it like last year sometime? Uh, a couple months <laughs> yeah. before. For South to Central, he came out, and uh, I think it was episode 110, episode 10, season, yeah, yeah, episode 10, uh, and played my news anchor, it was great, it was fun, a fucking boat full of retards came by. Uh, I'm not supposed to say that word anymore. Oh, what? Fucking? Yes. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> let me introduce, you guys, you probably know him from the Grim Fairies, uh, but way more than that, uh, there's so much talent behind this man. Uh Mikey Plastic, welcome. Welcome. Awesome, I'm stoked to be on. I'm a fan of the podcast, so. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. You actually listened to it? I, 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 I actually listened to it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, like, we're getting like 20,000 hits a week, and I'm like, do these people really listen to it? I know. It? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. You, I, you know, it's it's really crazy, cause, and I'm, I'm, you know, Joe, I'm sure you probably run into this, like, where people will, like, email you or message you to be on a podcast, and you're like, I don't, you don't know what it's about. <clears throat> right. You know? right. I just did one out of Brazil. Podcast. That's what this is. We have no idea what our <laughs> yeah. podcast is about. It's just about no, no. stuff. But I knew y'all's podcast, so Joe's like, you want to be on? I'm like, hell yeah, awesome. I want to be on. Hell yeah. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're open platform, so it's actually, yeah. we, we bring on everybody and anybody who pretty much uh, works in entertainment or yeah. anything like that. We talk about everything and anything. We're like the yeah. Seinfeld of podcasts. No. Our show's about nothing. Well, it's just I'm whatever like we want to talk about. We're more like the cheers of podcasts. We just kind of suck up and talk. 
<laughs> What'd you say? Suck so it we up. Just and, bring, a, we oh. bring up a subject and talk about it. I said you suck up a. He, he, uh, he does that thing too. Yeah. So, uh, Mike, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Let the audience know who you are. I mean, I could read your bio and stuff if you want. If you yeah, prefer. no, that's okay. Um, so, <coughs> I can do it with an accent, like like an Irish one. In the winter of 1998, So obviously, my background's in music. Um, uh, from Tampa, born and raised in Tampa, and uh, as all good music producers are. Right. Yeah. Well, actually, a lot. Yeah, you, you, for sure. There's a yeah. lot, a lot of talent that came out of Tampa. And uh, bro, why did you take off? Why'd... So, I um, yeah. So I came up in the in the music scene and was in. Uh, we you know eventually got signed to a record label and started touring and uh, was involved in the music industry for two decades. And nice. um, yeah, so through that avenue, uh, I had a chance to do some soundtrack work on a couple gaming projects and a couple films. And uh, ultimately, things just kind of segued into that. So now I'm away from the drama of the music industry, and I predominantly compose underscoring a little bit of Foley work, but predominantly underscoring. Nice. what I do. Yeah, that's how we met. You you entered a, a music video in my, one of my yes. film festivals. Yes, the Innovative Film Festival. Yeah, right. yeah. And uh, I got it, and I'm like, because we didn't usually take in music videos. It was more like short movies, and but you were so yeah. blown away by how bad. So he was. sent it over, and I'm like, what is this all about? And I'm looking, I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> he's that's like, cool, lotion. <laughs> yeah, I like this one. This is great. <laughs> But oh, yeah, it was really cool. Like film, you know? I still remember. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what was what song was it? What was it for? Uh, I couldn't tell you the song. God, that was. He might be was, able well, to. It's his. Yeah, well, I did. Uh, it was a song called "I Got a Gun" that we shot. Basically, a short. It's almost like a short film. Yeah, like yeah. The length of the song, and the music is like the soundtrack to it. The lyrics are the narration, and and we basically storyboarded a story of what the song is about. And that was the music video. You know? That's cool. That was kind a long like time a, ago. Kind of like an Andy Warhol approach to it. You know? Right. God, that had to have been 10, 10 years ago? Nine years ago? Well, yeah, probably. I mean, it had to be probably. Long. Shit. Seven Dude, or eight when, years ago. when yeah. he and I first worked together, that was 22 years ago. Wow. 2000, right? Right around there, 2001? On Earth. Yeah, on Earth. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That was a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was the first. Starring Joe Davison. Well, yeah, but back then, who the fuck is that fat dude? Who is he now? I'm nobody still. <laughs> 22 years trucking along, still Don't no me. name. Nobody knows. <laughs> You're a talented guy. <laughs> Which is why I have to introduce you every week. I know. <laughs> The man that needs an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's cool. All right, guys. I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> so dramatic. But, uh, yeah, on Earth, man, that was that was a pretty interesting sci-fi movie with Savini. Uh, he and I played detectives. Great that came on at the end and uh, did, uh, did the music and stuff. It was great. I remember, I think I came to your house. Did I come over to your house back then? I remember looking at some video game stuff, and uh, maybe your 
Maybe at Curse's? Did you go to Curse Mackey's house, maybe? God, man, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really know him that well, either. I knew him enough. If I saw him in Ebor, we'd say hi, and, you know, whatever right. chit-chat. But, I can uh, safely say I have never seen that movie. Uh, you and everyone else. Well, like I said, safely. How can you see it? <laughs> I don't think you can, man. It wasn't mine. I, I just helped produce it. It's not out anywhere. I don't think it is. I, I um... That's a good way to make money. Just don't put it out yeah. anywhere. Well, he got re- the director got really bummed because in his brain it was this ultimate sci-fi masterpiece owed to like Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Don't and, they always think that? And it was well, I tried to tell him like it's. I was like, it's a little too long. It's a little too much. People don't listen. Drama. You know, let's keep it with the alien theme and the action. And and then he only he re- he did the worst thing. He went to Horrifying in uh, Maryland, Horrifying Weekend, and he only brought like 45 minutes of the movie, and he played it. And I was like, don't, I was like, bring a a 10-minute clip, bring a trailer. Don't bring 45 minutes, because people are going to get confused and think the movie's over. And sure enough, that's what happened. So a bunch of people went online and was like, this movie doesn't make any sense. It just ends. (laughs) And I was like, I told you, dude. Looks so like that, hour. that sent him like in a spiral, and then he just like gave up and didn't give a shit. Who was the director? Now he lives in uh, South Africa. Mm-hmm. Craig Kovac. Has he done anything no, since? No, that was his only movie. Yeah, he, he put four hundred thousand of his own money Ooh, into geez. a movie. Shot it on the XL One. Oh my. Yeah, I mean he Joe he pulled some, XL1. you know like. Pulled some big permits for that. He shut down Seventh Avenue yeah. and yeah, and uh, and the club scene that the band was performing in. They you know rented the masquerade out. And yep, that, that's where the entire four hundred thousand dollar budget went. Shut well, down the street. no, dude, this guy had he went and bought a '66 Mustang for the movie. He bought a '57 cab. He bought you know like Blade Runner style cab. He bought he bought uh, tons of weapons and stuff. He just didn't. Hire the right people, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. It was 2000, you know? Mm-hmm. What the hell did I know? I was only just out of high school, like four years. So, anyway, so I didn't, we didn't know. Anyways. You were out of high school in four years in 2000? I don't think so. Yeah, I graduated in 94, six years. You graduated in 94? Yeah. Oh. Why? Wow, when did you think I graduated? I don't know. I thought you were close to my age. How old are you? I'm 52. No, bitch. You're <laughs> older than me. Yeah. I was yeah, like, I graduated in 87. I'm like, what? 87? You know, I was two. Yeah. yeah I was <laughs> Joe and I are the same age. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was oh, wow. six. Yeah. I graduated in 03. Damn. I was, I was married, divorced, had two kids. <laughs> like, jeez. Shit, I was still, I don't even think I really had masturbation down. Like I, know, right? 20. I was a pro by that day. <laughs> no, I, kept, I kept learning no matter how hard it was. Only <laughs> came out of the womb whacking it. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, so what are you working on now? Sorry, yeah, continue. Sorry. So, um, as Joe knows that I do, uh, obviously interested in uh, history. Mm. And so I started doing a lot of, uh, I have a, a background in journalism too. And uh, started doing a lot of uh Basically started a channel on YouTube that was going to be predominantly a interview platform and uh, also some commentary on historical subject matter. So a friend of mine who's a former FBI agent uh, 
he has a background in the mafia because mm. that that was his uh, specialty. He was on the Gambino crime family task force. Wow, so we hang out with the Gambinos. Babyface Gambino, that's a, fa- that's a, a gangster. Babyface Gambino. <laughs> no, we yeah we uh, we're good friends with the Gambinos. My daughter actually goes over their house quite a bit. Oh yeah, the actual blood, like the blood name Gambinos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're Sicilians. And, yeah, and there's a lot of them. Yeah, but um, so through him, I started connecting with gentlemen who were actual former mobsters. Some of them were made members, some were associates, but these are guys that obviously are no longer in the life. They either uh, testified and went into witness protection. Or never, or never went into witness protection and just moved away from their area of operation. Mm. And uh, so I started interviewing a lot of these guys, and then that now has segued into working on the National Geographic Channel Narco Wars. Nice. Which, That's awesome. Yeah. So we're in our third season of that, which begins airing tomorrow night, Wednesday. Runs from tomorrow night to September 7th. Mm. Nice. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Pretty excited. Very cool. Huh. A docu-series, you know. Oh, yeah. But it's- Absolutely. So the, this background in journalism, did you study it in college or is it – or you were doing um, like journalistic just um, videos in general from uh, that? Well, uh, when I went to college, my original major was uh, theater actually. And in my in high school and stuff, I was involved in sound design for our theatrical productions. And I was obviously already playing in a punk rock band in Tampa Bay. And <laughs> Who wasn't? Once I, once, once I left uh, uh, high school and went to college, my initial major was uh, theater arts. And then ultimately, I changed my major to communications. And so I started writing for the school paper. So yeah. I had a little bit of background in journalism, but uh, this was purely just more for my own interest. Yeah, in absolutely. It, yeah. It, it's also when your interest crossed with your uh, work and you're able to like love what you do because that's, that's, that's something that a lot of people don't have the, you know, the opportunity right. to do. Um, it's when they cross over their interests and, and you know, what they do for work and what they do. And it's, I'm very um so what you're saying tony of, is masturbating and bartending don't, don't go together um <laughs> if, if you're doing it right it does that's no, true <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's a fact yeah oh the salty martini please hold on let me whip one up for you give me three minutes yeah three minutes three minutes <laughs> jesus <laughs> christ I, I get in and get out what are you like running a marathon what has he grabs the lotion <laughs> you think you know he's gonna show us right now he's gonna show us right now how fast he can do it <laughs> you think after all these years you can like do it in like 20 seconds you're done dude i can just think about it like really like all right done yeah three minutes is like really quick for me Jesus Christ, man. Like Mine's like 18 That's seconds. That's why his right arm so Sometimes I can't up. even get to it fast enough. It's already uh, done. Yeah. I don't even I, work out. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. My arms are like, Leanne just, Leanne just doesn't look at me the right way, and it's all like. Yeah, sucky. no, no, no. I need some more than that. I need to be licked here and do this. Like, talk me here. What are you, a puppy? Yes. Jeez. And my leg shakes. That's weird. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> my legs are just shake what I'm doing, too. Well, you got your cat licking your shit while you're yeah. stroking it? Like, hey, stop watching our camera. Okay. 
Oh, man. Well, as you can see, we kind of go off the rails. We do. We get, we get sidetracked a lot. Good stuff. <laughs> I enjoy it. I think that's why people watch us. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because they never know what's going to come out of uh, our mouth. I'd like to think it's just this right here. Yeah, no. That's totally That's it. not it. <laughs> not it. Have you, you know, seen any, have you ever seen any comments that, talking about that? No, I think you have comments turned off. Because no one comments on anything. 30,000 <laughs> people watch the show. And, and nobody okay. comments? They get vulgar, okay? Who gives a shit? They get, I want to read that no, shit. Actually, YouTube blocks a lot of it because a lot of people curse. and They're like, what, you rat, dumbass, you don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah, they get very derogatory, and YouTube blocks. How dare you discredit Friday the 13th, 2009 is never happening. I love that movie. Fuck that movie. I love that movie. I was actually watching. I love it. It's. I think they did a good job with it. I think it's trash. I like it. Julian. Was that like a more recent one? 2009. Oh. I mixed the first and second one, Kennedy, and the third one. Yeah, they mixed them all together. Yeah, so what? Stupid. It's dumb. No, Just I, like I disagree. That's some decent oh moments. X does not get the square. We had disagreed. I'm not gonna say it was <laughs> terrible, but it was okay. Okay. Uh, I liked it. It was better than Jason Goes to Hell. I can tell you that. Yeah. That was ten. That was, that movie was entertaining. I liked that Jason one. X was entertaining. I like it better oh, than 2009. It, it didn't take itself too seriously. It knew exactly right. what it was. It, it was. It had a fucking android in it. Yeah. Yeah. What's the one where Jason's not in it at all? Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. Part 9. Part 9. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking horrible. 2009 and Part 9. None of those are good for Jason. It was funny. I was collecting all the Friday the 13th movies. Nine! And I purposely left 9 because I'm like, I will never fucking watch this again. (laughs) So I'm not even going to get it. Yeah. It's in my collections because it comes with it. It sucks. Yeah, Yeah, I ended up buying that. I have like four collections. I ended up buying that new box. We should do like a sacrificial, uh, you know, uh, what am I saying? Part I nine. I want to say episode nine. <laughs> Part nine and two thousand nine, and we should have like a effigy of some kind. Just burn it and burn them. <laughs> oh, I, I, I disagree. Oh nine was actually a really good movie. Oh nine was okay. I, it was it was better than nine. I can tell you it, that. It was better than Manhattan. Nope. Be- Get the hell out of here. Nope. He fucking punches the dude's head off his body. <laughs> That's. My only can't complaint, get better than that. My only complaint with Manhattan yeah. is that it was shot in Vancouver. <laughs> like he's in Manhattan for like what three minutes? Not yeah, even. And, <clears throat> not even. I wish they had more money. He's walking through uh, um, um, uh, Times Square. Like I wish they had more money and were able to shoot more there and have them just hacking people up in Times Square. It could be awesome. one where like Jason misses the the stop to Manhattan, stays on the bus, and ends up in Bartow, Florida. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say New Jersey. <laughs> or, or Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. See how long he lasted in Brooklyn. <laughs> well, now... Uh, well, like, he lasts a lot. He's they, dead. They missed a lot of opportunities. Those are just for walking. In Manhattan. He lost a lot. Well, well they didn't have dead. the budget to actually use Manhattan. Yeah, they had no budget. But They, they shot it in Vancouver. By the, ninth, by the eighth movie, they had some money. They have money. Cunningham has a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched a short film with him in it, with Sean Cunningham in it, yesterday. uh, Did did, did Kane Hodder do all of those later ones, too? Hodder did did eight, nine, ten, and that was it. No, no. he did did four. He 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 didn't do Freddy vs. Jason. No, which is shitty. He should have. Yeah. Was he in seven? Uh, Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Seven, eight, nine, ten? Seven, eight, nine, ten. Which one was Seven. Uh, new beginning. Seven no, the, the girl with the seven was the one with the psychic girl. Yes. Oh, 
Oh yeah, I actually like that one. Me too. too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was a pretty good one. That's the one where he's underwater with the chain on his neck. I love yeah. That. yeah. But co- I mean, that's how my script starts. Yeah. I have I wrote a script, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Thirteen, and that's how mine starts. He's underwater on the chain. That's cool. Yeah, and it brings everybody it's back. Like one of my favorite parts. I bring everybody back, man. Uh, I bring back Jarvis. Is that his name? Jer- Tony Jarvis. Tony. Tommy. Tommy. Tommy Jarvis. Tom Matthews. Uh, Corey Feldman. Bring him back. Oh, really? I want Corey Feldman to be yeah. him. Do we really want to bring him back? Yeah, dude. He's dude. He built. He built a. Feldman has to pay his bills. He needs in my in my script. I don't disagree. In my script, I've has built a weapon to kill Jason. Basically, a Gatlin harpoon gun. You know, Tommy Jarvis and Corey Feldman play the same character, right? Yeah, but. What? Tommy Jarvis is Corey Feldman. I know. Yeah, but he brings the old, but he brings back Tom Matthews. That's that's the older version of of uh, Tom uh, Tommy Jarvis. Right. You're bringing both of them back. No, I'm only bringing Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. That's it. Okay. Yeah, he's gonna be older Tommy. Fuck the other guy. But that's Tommy Jarvis. Mess people up. The other guy was cool. I like the guy. The The, uh, well, the the one who punches the 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 (laughs) the what? Mama, we no, heard me, no, Mama. No, we heard me. That was the other version of, of right. That's Jarvis. the third no, Tommy Jarvis. Yeah, no, that's the second. But then the third one right, was well, the one we like. It's Tom Matthews. We like the Tom. No, Matthews. I like the guy from that one. I like that Tommy Jarvis, the Leonard Kenny Tommy Jarvis. No. Yeah. Disagree. Because he beats the shit out of that dude. And obviously, we don't agree on what, movies a what, lot. Let me, what let me down was David let him beat the shit out of Jason at the end. Man. They built him up as this fucking badass who beats the shit out of people, and in the end, he like gets hurt in the leg and he limps through a bar and all. He was always psychotic. Like, get the fuck out of here. He was psychotic. Get out of here. He was like, oh, am I Jason? I don't know if I'm Jason. Am I Jason? And then he just he had no idea. He was he didn't know. Listen, your you get chased by a dude in a hockey mask and a machete and see what does to your psyche. What's your favorite Friday? Yeah. Uh, four. I posted the other day about it. You I saw it. I didn't answer it on purpose. Why? I answered I'm not the screen because you want to talk on the show about it. No, <laughs> I, I answered the screen one. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't Tell get me in your it. Friday. What's your favorite? Um, my favorite Friday is probably four, four or three, three or four. I like four. I like three. Uh, oh, three is the dad. I like the characters, and I like that's it. Three. You know, that's the one who got the mask. But that, that's that. Uh, that's the one that was in three D. And yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that's the not theater. the one yeah. with the with the the halfway home. No, that's that, four. No, that's that's like, like five or six. Yeah, it ain't that far up the chain. No, it's five. It's, it's, five. five. it's five. five. It's definitely five. Four is the final blonde chapter. girl who dances. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's five. That's five. I, I love that because my daughter does that. Because Roy's the killer yeah. in five. Yeah, Roy's the killer. It's not. Yeah, daughter. he's the the dad. Yeah. yeah, the dad of the. Yeah. All right, well then it's five and then three. I, I like three because I saw it in the theater. In Me 3D, too. Me too. And it was so it was so awesome. Yeah. And he gets his eyeball. I remember the eyeball. Yeah, the eyeball eyeball popping out and the the harpoon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun one. I love the 3D one. And Um, and that was back then. 3D was different. Feldman was in two, right? The what? Feldman and Park. Feldman was in four. Four. Oh, four. Four. And then Tommy Jarvis is in. Five, five, and then the five. sixth one is the one that I like. That's, that's my favorite. My favorite. One. That's sixth the one where one. they go to the graveyard. Yeah, that's yeah. what the good time yeah. Jarvis comes yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's my favorite movie. One. That's what, probably my second favorite is six. All right, maybe I like different ones. Yeah, mine goes six, I don't know. three. That's the, six is the one where um, they're in the RV. 
Yeah. And they crashes the RV and he stands on top of the yeah. RV and he's just standing there. Fucking iconic. I love that shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Badass. Yeah. That was my favorite one. So. Which one do you got, Mike? Uh, well, my favorite's probably three. Three? three. Yeah. I saw it in the theater as well. You know, so, yeah. That was a good one. We're all showing our... You know, nine, you know part nine was directed by a guy who... Uh, Never directed a single movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and a, you know how he got the gig? Did you ever watch Crystal Lake Memories? No. You never saw that I documentary? Had the I had the That documentary is so good. And they tell about that guy, and he's just like, yeah, I'm so far in over my head <laughs> directing this yeah. movie. Like, he had never directed anything. Yeah. yeah. Right out of film school. Yeah, you know how like, he got yeah, it? Direct this. Because Cunningham was just like, I don't care. Yeah, it was crazy. Just yeah. give me money. Yeah, that's all he was. Yeah, that's why I was so bad. Yeah, I'm horrible. I'm trying to pitch him mine now through Roy Cunningham. Yeah, because Roy shot him tight. Like they ever finished the lawsuits and all that bullshit. That shit will never be settled. It'll never be settled. Never be settled. They're gonna have to differentiate between Jason Voorhees. You just need to make it a Friday the Thirteenth. They're two different movies. Yeah, I want a prequel. There has to be a prequel. No, I, I, well, they really bring, are. Well, I wrote, what I wrote is an end. It's the end of the end. And humans don't win. But you say Friday the 13th and Jason Warrior are two, they're completely different. The names. Because the first one yeah. doesn't even have Jason in it at all. Right. Yeah. Well, well as a little kid. Miller wants the name and Sean wants the title. Sean wants the title Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th and the other guy wants he Jason Voorhees. He wants Jason Voorhees. Okay. So yeah. do it. I don't know. They can't come to eye to eye. It's been like 30 years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Meanwhile, Meanwhile they're both the millionaires. Fans suffer. <laughs> right. They're millionaires. They're living in mansions. Meanwhile, the fans suffer. You know, well, there's nothing. They're both in their 80s. They don't give a fuck anymore. Anyways, so when they die, what happens to the rights? They uh, revert, it'll, go they'll revert to to it'll go to Cole, probably. they revert to you. His son. Cunningham is his yeah, son. Yeah, go to uh, the kids. Yeah. It's like, it's like anything else. They get just handed down. No. No. Not Cole. No. Yeah. So, so these two guys created the concept. One has the rights to the actual title of the series, and the other guys are something like that. I, I don't know the logistics, but it's it's that it's pretty much like that. And both, neither one of them want to let go of the other right. thing. What if you just made Friday Thirteen and call him Jason Horhees or something? <laughs> He's a Spanish. Well, just dude. Jason. Yeah. Just call him Jason. Don't, you don't need his last Jason's name. Jason's return. Yeah. Jason's come back. Jason like, takes you, Manhattan. Right. I don't know. I guess you can't copyright a iconic name i guess well you can, i don't know you, can't copyright like you can't you can't you can't copyright a name it's a per se, name but someone like a, yeah a standard someone that's like name. a franchise like a batman or yeah, you know right. spider-man right. or somebody like that you can you can but uh, jason Voorhees is copyrighted right that's what i'm saying he's but like an iconic jason. freddy krueger yeah but you can you don't have to say shit man you don't have to even put a title on the poster you just right. need the hockey mask. Exactly. And people will and go see already it. know who he is. You, you don't have to say, say a the whole movie. Name. You know who he is. <laughs> it mean, just has to say, he's returned. Right. No, you're not talking about Jesus. Why not? He, he doesn't wear a hockey still, mask. A still of that iconic underwater shot and, and work that onto the cover. You know what I mean? All right. Man, I'm telling you, dude, my, my script. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm. I'm well, look, look at the fan film Never Hike Alone. Never. Uh, what was the sequel to that? There was ne- Never Like Never Hike Never Like a Ho. Never Hike a Ho. Sounds like Never Hike Alone. You went to you went to the bad summer camp. Never Like a Ho or Lake Hackaho. Lake Hackaho. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Lake Hackaho. Oh, that's a good name for a movie. That's right? a great fucking name. 
I said it first. That's the next one, Lake Hacko. I don't think you said that. <laughs> Lake Hacko. <laughs> Can we do a cabin by the lake. Oh, no, dude. Yeah. Lake yeah. Hacker. That's great, dude. <laughs> we're going to make, make that movie this winter. Let's make that movie this winter. But it's it. not pronounced that way. Don't say that shit to me because I'll do it. Clearly, like, let's, let's, let's make a movie this winter. Uh, yeah, we have uh, I, all the fans who listen to this podcast. I'm always send out. a dollar, <laughs> and we'll get thirty grand. We can make. There you go. We're yeah, make Lee Hacker. Yeah, sure. <laughs> also, buy my book. It's and an oh yes, there will be hoes. <laughs> yeah, rose and rosa, hoes and hoes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I really want to do it. Let's do it. Like, <laughs> no, I'm down, bro. You know, like, heck a hole. I'll fucking do anything. I don't give a shit. Dude, it's got to be an urban parody. There you go. It's got to be. Oh, yeah. The lead dude's got to be like Tyrone. Like, oh, yeah. See, I was thinking yeah. totally different than no. you are. I was thinking of like. Like but, hoes, like girls that are just like. That's what I'm thinking. Hackaho. But you're going the urban route, yeah. which actually we'll makes be way more sense. We'll be fire and shit. Okay, well, who in the urban, any area, went to camp? Well, that's racist, I think. But that's the irony of it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like <laughs> well, it's like it's a party bus. Are you, are you saying no black people ever went to camp? Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying <laughs> like, right now? <laughs> No, I'm okay. saying. <laughs> All right. No, but, but basically, remember Sleepaway Camp movie? <laughs> you, know that, you know that silence was? Us being canceled. Yeah. <laughs> but you remember Sleepaway Camp movie? Three? That None of those count as camp documentaries. Yeah. No. Y'all should do it, but it should be done in like that, that kind of 70s black. Oh, black it's Sleepaway. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We do a 70s it's black a party bus. Party bus. <laughs> it gets lost. They end up at this fucking lake. Where there's these fucking like two white cannibals and the fucking dudes call it Lake Hackaho. Lake Hackaho. Right. <laughs> yeah. The script, and then they gotta like fight the, the dude. Movie. They kill the fucking cannibals. <laughs> but it's like you know <laughs> fucking rappers fighting cannibals. Dude, I love it. I don't know, man. That sounds it. great. I think we just went off the rails there. Well, I well well canceled. Yeah, brainstorming. Yeah. Brainstorming for the next part. <laughs> Coming this summer. Lake Hackaho. Lake Hackaho. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the cover? Just. Girl, and then at the very first? end, at the very end, one of the one of the women could look up and be like, "This is Lake Navajo, you illiterate assholes." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's awesome. Oh jeez. But I think that'd be funny, dude. Absolutely. Have you, you ever written a script? way out of the comedy? Me? No. Motherfucker. Mike, have you ever written a script? For Lake Hackahoe? No, have you ever written a script in general? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to write a script? <laughs> Dude, I'm going to spit my water out. No, no, no. I've no. never written like a, a scripted anything out, no. Mm-hmm. Nope. It, it, it's a very tedious process. Very oh, tedious. I imagine. I imagine, yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. It is. I mean, no, I've it's not. It is. It's not. Stuff like that, but not the, uh, any scripting. Script is not tedious. It is. A fucking book is tedious. Yeah. Yes, uh, writing sure. a novel 100%. is tedious. 100%. Way more yeah. than a script. I can yeah, blow through a script a in like four days. It like takes me nine months to write a book. I'm still working on my book that was due three months ago. Jeez. I'm telling you, Joe. I don't give a shit. I don't you, know do, you, do, uh, you do comic books and stuff too, right, Joe? Yeah, well, maybe, uh, like, um, I was going to say mediocrely, but that's not the word I wanted. Uh, but also <laughs> that. Uh, minutely, I, I uh, contribute to storylines. Uh, I don't write a. I've never written a whole comic book. 
uh, you know, I just contribute to like certain aspects of, of uh, different stories and stuff, which is perfect for me. You know, um, yeah. My focus right now is getting. I got to finish this book I'm working on, and then I have uh, five more of those to write for the publisher, and then finish up. I want to get to forty scripts. I'm almost done wow. with Debbie Does Demons, which it, this dude Donald Farmer is making one like over the last couple of weeks called yeah. Debbie Does called Demons. Debbie Does Demons. I thought I was, when you said that I was like, wait a minute, what? Oddly enough, well, done. oddly enough, I was like, you know what? I got all this artwork done. I was just gonna hit him up and be like, yo, I started writing this script called Debbie Does Demons like a month ago. You have one already coming out. I got all this fucking artwork done. Why don't you just take my fucking artwork? And I'll rename my movie. There you go. But then I was like, no, fuck it. I'm not going to make it for like another five years. So, yeah. you know, if I, even if I am able to make it, it won't be for another year or two years. His will be out and done, and mine's going to be better. Debbie does. We, we assume. Right. We assume. But Debbie does. His is probably different than mine because mine's like about fucking demons. Well, you know, demons. Obviously. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what his is about, but I saw. And I thought, you know, how sh- would it be uh, shitty of me to, like, say, here, I'm doing the same thing. Here's a bunch of artwork I did. I'll change my name. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, an asshole thing to do? I don't think so. Or would he be like, oh, fuck, that's great. Thanks, man. I don't know. I don't know. Got to ask. I don't know. Well, Why do you say hi to my mom, Joe? You know? Yeah. <laughs> if it's, I mean, if it's like the same premise, but I mean, what kind of other premise could there be? Debbie does demons, you know? <laughs> right, like, right. Debbie like, Dallas, I, I mean, I mean, yeah. I know mine is is about mine is basically Zach and Mary make a porno meets uh, Ouija board. Well, oh, interesting. So, you know, so it would be like, uh, uh, like, like X. Basically, like what? X mine's, doing. mine's a bunch of uh, with uh, yeah, supernatural. Kind of was with supernatural. My 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 mine is about a bunch of broke ass bitches who work in a video store because we can get one called Viper Video in Tampa, Florida, for all your video needs. Dropped uh, off a whole bunch of VHS to them. Together. Um, so uh, three idiots work in a uh, video store, and they have a signing of this big porn star comes in to do a bunch of signings. And they're like, what do you pay to make, you know, how, how can we make that porn? How do you get money? How do you get millions? And she's like, we got to do this, this, and this. So then they kind of go and talk, and they're like, we we'll make porno? And Debbie's like, wow, the, the girl, the lead. She's like, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's go get some girls. We'll go to the strip club and grab some girls. You know, and then one dude's like, well, I got a warehouse. My uncle owns a warehouse. So that's basically what happens is they, one guy writes the script that he's going to, like, make it about witches, and he downloads all these bullshit runes and mm-hmm. stuff but when he draws on the floor of the warehouse is an actual spell so uh, when they get uh, in the middle and they're about to do the scene right she's got the girl's gonna like the one of the strippers is gonna like say all these words and then the other girls are gonna they're just gonna get into this big lesbian thing she actually summons fucking demons and takes it. over everybody's bodies and debbie and the two dudes who are like just standing there they gotta fight all the fucking monsters <laughs> So it's like a horror comedy. That's mine. I don't know what oh, Donald's that, is about. Cool. The, you know, I never his actually. Like, his, his could take the more pseudo. Well, his is like on a farm. I, I saw a farmhouse and shit. Yeah, you I, know, saw mine, the, I saw the Indiegogo. I haven't looked at the trailer or whatever they got. I'm afraid to do those. Trade, afraid to do Indiegogos? Yeah. Why? I feel like it cheapens you like a little bit. It does. It's it's you like know? it's like uh like you're not taking like it as serious as you could. 
like you know, you come out and say, "Yo, I raised a billion dollars by getting an investor." That's that's one thing, and then to go be like, "I raised a million dollars on Kickstarter." First of all, that's impressive, but because I couldn't raise thirty grand to make a movie, right. I raised thirteen thousand. But that was fucking twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, back to Mike. Still trying to figure. What <laughs> <laughs> up? What do you got, sir? No, nothing. Just excited. What's co- what's coming out? What's going on? Just the series. That's uh, that's what we got going. Yeah. Like I said, it starts tomorrow night on uh, National Geographic. Oh, that's dope, oh, nice, man. man. And then uh, is that so, is that Nat Geo its own channel? Is it a, or is it on Discovery? Is there an app? Like, is there a streaming app? Because I have or, Discovery or, and I have History. So how it how it how it worked last season, and I, I'm pretty sure we're doing it the same way this year. Is um, so it will a new episode of like old school style. It will come out every Wednesday night, but as the episode airs, that episode will go into its rerun rotation on the. <laughs> actual network but it'll you'll be able to stream it on hulu oh awesome and i believe i believe disney plus as well and what is it because, called what's the title of the uh narco wars narco, narco wars right you said that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. narco wars we will be and, watching. And, and, and see national geographic is owned by disney um at least the media division is so i believe it's going to be streamed on disney plus does that make you a disney princess <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't really have to deal with uh, the Disney people too much. I mean, some of the a little bit in their legal department, but yeah. And that Nat, Nat Geo pretty much has their own production thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool, man. That's great. Yeah, I like. So, I love the History Channel and Discovery. I watch all kind. I watch a lot of shows on there, man. I watch Josh Gates. He's got Expedition Unknown. Then there's Expedition X. Then there's Des- uh, Destination Truth. Then I watch Alone. Those shows are great. Naked and Afraid. Like, yeah, we like those too. Yeah, yeah. they're good. Like survival shows. And- yeah, my yeah. wife and I binge a shit out of those, man. I just make fun of everybody, though. That's why she loves it. <laughs> yeah. 90 yeah, Days I think, In. I dig that stuff. I dig that stuff. You watch 90 Days In? That's a pretty cool show. Dumbass people uh, going to jail for 90 days thinking they can handle it. Oh, uh, yeah. Like three right. days. Yeah, it's crazy. And they start flipping out. Yeah, dude. The one guy, like, almost started crying. <laughs> if I was just in solitary for 90 days, I could do it. No, dude. They got to no, go. They're no. there. These people. Not. It's like like if they, called, if they called us up and said, yo, you guys go in for 90 days. We're going to record everything. The jail doesn't know it's being recorded. Right. None of it. Nobody knows. None of the security guards, none of the inmates, oh, and you're so there. You're like an inmate. Right? Oh, yeah. You're, you're in there. Like an inmate. Nobody knows wow. that you're in there. Yeah, you're in there trying to figure out why it's so bad in there. Right. you got to figure out where the drugs are coming from from the criminals and where the drugs are coming from from the guards. That's why you're in there. Right. Dude, some yeah, of these people. Those. Like, I watched one with a girl, man. You never would have known she wasn't a fucking criminal. Right. Dude, she was so good from the moment she got in there. They almost wanted her to stay longer. She got, like, six guards to, like, do shit for her. Yeah, there's a couple people that were on that show that were, like, really good. And then there were some freaking idiots. Dude. Like, there was this one dude, and he was all like, You talking about the guy about the fucking cocky and shit? Like, the guy with the fucking, he went and got all the vape pens? Yeah. 
You spent like ninety dollars in commissary the first day. <laughs> like dudes don't have eight dollars. Right. You went and dropped ninety the first day. Fucking idiot. People yeah. watch that too, man. That guy. Yeah, he got all his shit stolen. He got it all stolen. That one dude borrowed his pen and never walked away with it. <laughs> like, fuck it. What happened over there, Tony? You just silent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tony, yeah. This show I know nothing about. Tony, I'm just kidding. No, I don't know. I'm man. just listening. I know nothing about the show. I'm just like, okay. Uh, maybe I'll. Maybe what about 90 Day Fiance? No. I don't watch reality TV. Man, that's a shit show. I like. I'm fiction and she's reality. All reality shows are fiction. I watch all my. I watch all my. You know movies and TV shows during the day and then right. we watch shit together at night like 2020 and, yeah, all right. know, I'm not that old 90 Day Fiance like the murder mysteries and shit we watch like Deadly Women Killers those are fun <laughs> yeah Dateline has good stuff Dateline's yeah. great man they're all on yeah. Paramount we literally watch like every fucking Dateline right <laughs> <Crime> <laughs> it went back like 20 stuff. years man and it's just yeah. crazy and it's and when you start watching all these shows that many times, like all those episodes, you already pre- you can predict everything. Yeah, you can, you can now kill somebody it. and you're like, with it. oh yeah, the wife did it. Oh yeah, the, the husband did it yeah. because of this, and and you know it's just it's crazy. Yeah, like after people... watching these murder women shows or these women mur- murdering their husbands, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why Leanne forces me to watch these things. I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I know now that, like, I know exactly what to do. If you need yeah. to kill somebody, what you need to do. Because all these dumb idiots do the opposite. And it's also amazing how much, how many times the police just completely botched the investigation. Yep. Yeah. Because they yeah. focus on one person. Yeah. And it was somebody else. And they screwed yeah. all the evidence up. And they didn't do a proper investigation because they thought it was that guy for some reason. And right. it's just incredible. Like, even if you think it's somebody else. Do your job and like investigate the whole thing, and it's amazing that they just don't. And it's also amazing that people like Listen. the husband doesn't want to be with the wife anymore. So instead of like or they're divorcing her, he just kills her. Right? And yeah. Tries to dump her body somewhere. Yeah. Uh, do you yeah. really think you're gonna get away with it? Why don't you just get a divorce? Like you can't get away with anything nowadays. I Between DNA and cameras everywhere, like Listen, you take you, can't you get go to down, downtown St. Pete. You take twenty dollars, you just hand it to a bum and hold, get, give him the gun or the knife and say, "Hold this for five seconds." Let him get his prints all over it, and you take it back with your napkin. He's got it all. And you take out. it back to the house, and you just drop yeah, it there. Yeah. You know what, Joe? You should write. You could write a script for Lifetime Network, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, you have no idea. No, I'm telling you, because that's, that's what Lifetime is. It's all these plots. Double crossing sisters. Rebecca wanted to love a man, but that was Tommy. And Gina wanted to love a man, too. That was also Tommy. Who's going to win? That woman who narrates that shit, you know what I'm talking about? I love her. She's like an FBI profiler. And that's what I call stabbing them in the back. Like, she's got all those one-liners. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I can't. I can't picture. I can picture her face. Yeah, she's a dark haired. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She always like holds her hands real weird. Yeah, she's all like, "What is it?" It's not like that at all. But <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't watch the shows, Lamo. I don't. I don't watch reality TV. You got a superhero name and be Lamo. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm. I'm lame. I'm boring. Um, I'm a basic bitch when it comes to everything. <laughs> well, I'm like Lizzo because I'm 100 percent that bitch. 
Uh-huh. Who's Lizzo? Oh, my God. <laughs> you're supposed to be holding me down. Instead, you're holding me back. <laughs> I was wondering where your mind goes. I was just curious. That's the sound of me calling you back. Mm. Go ahead. There. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Silence. I started watching Miss Marvel. Oh, wow. It's for kids. It's a kid's yeah. show. Do you put on a two-party nah, I don't mind kids' shows, but it's, no, it's a kid's show. Boring, dude. Boring. That's because you don't get horrible. it. What do you mean I don't get it? You don't get it. I do get it. Just you just started watching it. You don't get I it. I watched three episodes. You don't, still don't get it. And it's just like, so when they do the Fantastic Four new movie. Not until 2025. Yeah. I. You know why? Because Fatty's got to get in a little bit better shape. <laughs> when you they cast round? me as Ben Grimm. You mean round? <laughs> Uh, what? No. I yeah. I saw someone talking about Ben Grimm, and they were like, "This guy should be him." And he was like a skinny little dude. And I was like, "What fucking world right. did you grow up where Ben Grimm was a thin dude? He was fat." That's Mister Fantastic. I think he's, they he's a, some... he was like a you know he was like a fucking chubby. He was like a cab fun. driver. Yeah. I want to play Ben Grimm. God damn it! All my stars and garters. Well, Chris, we know you didn't like um, Moonlight. Moon Knight, yeah. so fucking train wreck. That's why it was amazing. Dude, that movie you don't like Moonlighting? Sucked ass. Moon Knight. I love Moonlighting. Yeah, dude, Moonlighting is like one Moonlighting. of the greatest TV shows classic. ever. What you're yeah. doing is gaslighting. That's what you're doing right oh. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but Moon Knight. Obviously, you didn't get it. You didn't. It know was it. trash, dude. You the whole show it was wasn't. Trash. I loved it. I loved, I loved it, it too. You told me last time we were on the show that oh, yeah, there was this part I didn't like the way because he didn't watch the whole thing at that time. I didn't like this and this. It sucked. Well, I tried to watch the whole thing. And of all the Disney it. shows, that was the worst one. Ha! So far. No. Uh, what? They got no, Aladdin with Will Smith. No, I'm talking about the the Marvel shows. Oh, that was the worst one. I mean, but right. I mean, I can. I'm excited for She-Hulk again. Yeah, like I said, I think I have a fetish. I think I had a fetish I didn't know about. A large women. Of like seven large foot tall, large green women who could carry. How do you feel about Fiona from uh, Shrek? No, not as good. <laughs> they kind of look the same. They don't look the same at all. If you think she all can be able to look the same, that might explain a lot. <laughs> oh, they're both green. They they're both big. Yes. Yeah, she has. Oh, dude. Out. Yeah, it looks beautiful. I mean, it looks quirky, but it looks yeah. like I'm in love with her. It looks awesome. When does uh, that come out? I don't know. There's uh, banners in it. Like Hulk's in it. Promoting it and everything. Daredevil's in it. Actually, I wow. think it comes out soon. Like within a month. Cool. Yeah, I checked that out. I like She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, and, and I think they did something very similar with the um, the uh, origination of She-Hulk. That's not a word. It is a word. O- origination. 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 Yeah. How so, she came. How about, about origin? Her origins. Her origin well, story. They're both words, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) They're both words, I promise. (laughs) Google! But, um... But, yeah, with the blood transfusion and everything like that, same thing they did with the comics, that's how... That's so basically they, they just brought that back and she's breaking the fourth wall and all that. Well, yeah, I don't remember her ever breaking the fourth wall in the comic book. Yes, dude. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Maybe I didn't read enough of them. Maybe. I remember her getting her power through... Uh, blood transfusion because she was dying of cancer. Yep. And Bruce gave came in and gave her blood. Yep. And then it made her become, or it unlocked the Hulk. It was already in her blood. Huh. I don't know. Anyway, she looks hot, and I'm gonna watch it. Did you see Thor yet? 
No. no. I still haven't seen it yet either. No, I have four kids, and all of them suck. Like them. I can't take it. To... They'll like the movie. Ah, all right. You take right. four kids to the theater? What's yeah, it's $1,800. Yeah, that's true. We have the Regal Pass, man. It's 20 bucks a month. You see as many movies as you want. I don't have that much time. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have an abundance of time. We try to go once a week. I have an infant and a seven-year-old and an 11-year-old and a 15-year-old. That sounds horrible. It is yeah, nightmare every day. I haven't slept in four years. <laughs> and I have like five jobs, so I don't have time to do all that. And I have jobs that I'm trying to do. Like work, real work. Yeah. Like paid work. Yeah, Krista hasn't worked a full day's job in years. I do nothing. Yeah, when did you retire? I retired like And how three can years you retire? Because you're not a millionaire. I've seen your I, car. I, I, I got a nice car. It's a brand new Volkswagen T1. What's wrong with that? It's new to you, but it's from 1968. Ah, it's new. Ah. It's like a 2021. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> 1968. <laughs> it's because over the years I've set myself up, I have no bills. Like I got a car payment, uh, phone bill, and. That's it. Like, I don't really have anything What'd else. you do to get your money? What'd you do before all this nonsense? what did I do for what? What like do you mean? Job. Career. Oh, I before was a mortgage broker for 10 years. Oh, you did? Yeah. There's nothing to do with what we're talking about, but you just reminded me, looking at your face, Thanks. that my buddy Roy uh, and his wife called me up, and they were like, are you with Kane Hodder? Because we posted a picture. Oh, of you podcast. know what? I've had a, a lot of And I said, no. I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Because they know that we're, Kane's going to work in this next project with it. I said, no, I'm not with Kane. I would have fucking called you immediately. Yeah, I've had a lot of and, people uh, me. They're like, like, that's not Kane? I said, and I thought about it. I said, you mean Chris? <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, oh, my God, he does look like yeah, Kane Hodder. I've had a lot of people tell me. Yeah. That. You're like a fat Kane Hodder. You could be Jason. <laughs> fat. You could be Jason. <laughs> Fuck off. Thank buddy. you for that, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Thank You're you. laughing way too hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've had probably like four or five people tell me. Yeah, I just yeah. Sorry. Anyway, so you're a mortgage broker. So maybe I should go and like charge like a hundred dollars for an autograph. Yeah, people yeah. are gonna know you're not him. You'd have to burn yeah. your arms up. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I was a mortgage broker for shape. ten years, and then what? And I quit to make movies <laughs> like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And here I am. Yeah. Well, my point is, is that you are a money manager. Right? Mm-hmm. You gotta know people with money. I do. Yeah. Why don't you get them to invest? I don't know. I just don't. Okay. All right. Well, I, can't I got. Be, I can't be here anymore. No. <laughs> this <laughs> fucking kind of nonsense world that we live in. That's why I don't know people with money because I would constantly just be asking them every right. day. Want to right. invest in a movie? No. Want to invest in a movie? No. That's the thing. It's like you got millions of dollars. Bitch. Friends that I know. But here's the thing: is like I'm gonna ask them for a million dollars, knowing they're not gonna get their money back. That's you don't the know they're not gonna get it back. You don't know they're not gonna get it back. You have to have enough. Like a ninety percent chance right, that they're well, not getting their money your back. Friends. Let me talk to your <laughs> friends, and I'll borrow ninety million dollars. It's called investment for a reason. Right. The chance of loss is greater than the than the risk of reward. Right. So, so you, why would they do it? Because you convince them that you're gonna make money. Exactly. So I'm gonna lie to them. You're not they're lying. Not friends. Them. You don't fucking know <laughs> that, dude. You don't know that you're going to take your million dollars, go make your movie, 
And it ain't going to make $5 million or $10 million. Fuck, Kevin Smith does that shit all the time. Right. He's working on, like, part three of some of Clerks 3. It's like part three of three. Right. It's ridiculous. The shit that Smith can do and make a fuck ton of money. Right. Why, though? Because he's done it. Because he did it for You can do it. Kevin Smith got lucky and someone saw no, the movie no. and they picked it up and Dude, gave him money to make more movies. No, you can That's do the exactly same thing. I'm doing the same thing, man. I'm doing the same thing. How many money? How much money have you made on your movies? None. Exactly. <laughs> but I've still got a million dollars to make my movies. Right. You got to keep going. You got to reach for that next value. I you can't just that. keep making five thousand dollar movies right. and expect some shit to happen. Dude, here's the thing. That's not going to happen. I do this you for risk fun. It. Like it's fun for me. Like I, don't, I do it for fun too. But I, I also want to do it because I got four I'm fucking in the kids low risk. and a yeah, wife. You're dead. I want a fucking this mansion. You want to make millions and I want pools because eventually I'm gonna have to drown some motherfucker. <laughs> right. And I get that. We're from so, we're from two different worlds. Like you're you're trying to do this as like. To make money, yeah, I do it just because I like it. It's just fun. I for hate me. it, and <laughs> I like the whole process. And you know, I was telling, uh, I saw Carl this morning. I told him, you know, about cheerleader. I'm like, you know what? Carl, we all know who's Carl, Carl Huber, the FX artist. Oh. <laughs> I picked up a bunch of body parts from him. So anyway, so I was talking about cheerleader, and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm fucking horrible at like making money on my movies, just like marketing it and posting it everywhere and all this shit. It's a I lot just, of work. I hate it. It's I don't a lot like of it. work, dude. And I'm like, the cheerleader movie's over. I don't even give a shit about it anymore. Like, See, it's over. And I'm already on to my next project. I don't right, care about but it. But the thing is, is that. That's why I need to find a way to have someone else take my movie and start making money on it to give me. Well, you need. And that's the problem. That's you need the, a the bigger key to budget. success. I don't think, you, yeah, I don't like think budget like has a, anything to do with it. Like a publicist. You like know, it, almost like a publicist. Yeah. The, Push it. And right. Write it, you know, exactly. It. Or to find a, a, some type of distributor that actually pays out, which I don't think right. they exist. Um, but my problem is like, so I make a four thousand dollar movie. If I made ten grand on that movie, I am fucking happier than a pig and shit to make ten grand. Okay. On it. You're like, I want a million dollars so I can make five million dollars, and that's same thing. It's just right. on a lower scale. Right. It's no, on a different I get scale. It. I get it. And my way is. There's very little risk. Like, I'm still 800 and bucks very in the hole. Right. But I don't care about the reward. That's the thing. As well, long as I can make a little I bit do. of money, I, I'm happy. I'm not trying to say I greedy. I to make more money. I'm just saying, I, I want to make quality. It's not about being greedy. I, I get where you're coming uh, yeah. from. But it's just we're, the next level, though. We're doing the same like, thing on different levels. Yeah, but you could be you oh. could easily step up and but do I want more. to? Like, why do I want to try to get a million dollars from somebody to make a fucking movie? Like, well, I'll tell you what. I don't think I have a story. I don't understand you. I don't think I have a story good enough to warrant a <laughs> million dollars to make something. <sighs> but All see, right. with the bigger budget, you like can, I can tell you the same You can pay a marketing story. assistant. You can pay um, people to push your movie. You right. can pay but for publicists. You can right. pay for mm-hmm. marketing. Well, you, you, can say, right. you can pay for advertising. But here's the thing. With you, you need to make a million dollars back. I only need to make but three grand back. Made out and I usually do that in the Indiegogo. I make it all back, and then we move on to the next one. Right. So, again, this is just like I don't know. a what, hobby what, for me. What's that, what process is a uh, better process? Yours or mine? Neither one. They're the same. They're just on different scales. Yeah. yeah. All right. When, when you know. get a million dollars, 
you hire somebody to be your line producer. Yeah. You hire somebody to be yeah. your Generally, director, now, your fucking whatever. Yeah, I used to do it all. I do it all myself. I used to do it all, dude. Sorority is the first time I didn't do it. Right. I do it all myself. I do it all and, myself. And I enjoy it. It's just like, yeah. again, it's just a hobby for me. It's not something that, oh, I hope to be a, you know, a big star and make million-dollar movies and all this stuff. I would like I to. I don't sure. care if I'm a star or not. I want to make million dollars. Right. Movies. If somebody gave me a million dollars to make a movie, I would be absolutely. I will take it and do it. Well, go get it. I don't. I don't care enough to see. I do to so ruin a let friendship. Let me go get it. <laughs> Tell me who your friends are. And I'll <laughs> I, don't care I don't care enough to ruin a friendship because well, I don't know. That, so it's great. I won't be risk. ruining the, the friendship. <laughs> but they have to know. I have friends of mine. I mean, my last investor of friends. And, you know, they know there's a minimum risk. Right. You know, if, if you give me the million dollars, there's a chance I may not make right. that back. And if you make a hundred grand, are they going to be upset? Look at a hundred grand. So they lost $900,000. Right. You can. It's an investment. Are they going to be a upset? Write-off. That's why, that's why Section 181 exists in the federal tax documents. If you invest in a film or TV production, it's 100% tax deductible. So you still save on the taxes on that. Right. So you don't need to worry about it. You're only risking some sort of really a minimal because you know as a big player investor, if I'm putting a million dollars in it and I lose it, I can lose a million dollars. Right. Because you could lose a million dollars. Of course. Right. So you don't now, get it. Is, is that is that based on location? Like if you are in an area that has tax incentives? No. Or no, no, no. This is, this is federal. Anywhere okay. in the United States. It's like income tax. Basically, right. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. so you can, See, uh, and you know all this shit, so you're able to pitch that to people yeah. who get a million dollars. You know how I know all I this shit. I don't think I've read all that. Like I'm a, I'm a pretty good salesperson. Like, I was very successful in mortgage, and I don't know. Like I could pitch somebody a million dollar project, but if they started asking me like crazy questions like that, I, I wouldn't know the answers. I, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I know all that shit, man. I study all that. Incentive, what state has the best incentive, right. you know? And I just right. don't care enough about it to learn it. I um, do. I want to know it all, man, because I want to make millions of dollars. I want to have course. fucking... Everybody I, wants to make millions of dollars. I want my kids to be set up so they don't have to do shit. Not like me, growing up in a trailer trash fucking house and food stamps. Right. That's not happening for my kids, man. Ain't going to happen. I want my kids' kids to be fucking deep in money. That's why I do it. Go and get Is that it. selfish? No, it's not selfish at all. Yeah. You have a no, plan, man. dude, and, I mean, and yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah, that your plan is wrong. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I'm, saying, I'm not saying your plan's wrong. It's, yeah. That's the right well, fit Well, it certainly needs to work real soon. That's the right fit Because <laughs> 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 right now, my plans uh, need some reworking. Every Everybody has goals. My goal right now is... To make a three to five thousand dollar movie and make like fifteen to twenty thousand dollars on it and move on to the next one. That's all I care about. Like I said, I got no bills. My kids are grown. Yeah. It's just me. I, I need five million dollars and I'm retiring. That's it. I can retire on five million dollars. I think if I had five million dollars, I'd make my sci-fi movie make fifty million dollars. I don't need all that. Why do I need fifty million dollars? I don't need fifty million dollars. That most of that would go back to the investor. I would just take more money and make another movie. That's all I want to do. Make, keep get making them. Right. Keep and making that's what I'm doing, just on a smaller them. scale. And making them. And making them. Mm-hmm. Right. So. 
you know. Yeah. And then when my yeah, daughter's yeah, like yeah, fucking twenty five, and he makes ten or fifteen, then he has enough to make his next movie and, and right. profit. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely gets you to the next one. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I want my daughter twenty five to be, you know, fucking running my company and yeah, and fucking yeah, man, thirty million dollar company or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Mikey, I mean, but that's all a dream. And who fuck knows? I'm probably end up working at Starbucks. Everyone has their yeah. favorite instrument, favorite tool that they use to um, better their situation. <laughs> What's your favorite instrument that you use um, to be successful? Like, instrument could be your system. It could be your, you know, your processor, your audio interface. Could be your mics. Could be your keyboards. Like, what 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 is your right. number one tool you work with every day that you just have to use on every project um well i when i was a touring musician it was guitar i was a guitarist mm -hmm. but uh doing what i make money in now when i'm working on a project uh it is all programming so mm. you know uh i would say pro tools oh yeah is i need yeah you know it's a multi-tracking system so you know i can multi-track whatever is needed, you know, whether it's underscoring or yeah. audio or whatever, you know. So. Yeah, that's pretty much, I can pretty much do anything on a movie, but I can't make music, and that yeah. pisses me off. <laughs> I, I can make music if it's like, like score music or whatever. Music. Like young, like score music, I wish I could do that, because then I won't have to rely yeah. on anybody for anything. Yeah. Like, I can do anything. Right. Um, but yeah, that sucks that I gotta, like, outsource that. So, so what type of like we do a lot of things that try to help promote and teach um, new um, artists, new filmmakers, new producers, new directors. We like to like give the tips and hints. So if someone was starting out, what do you think your best advice would be for them? Yeah, say somebody wanted to learn how to make score music. How would they do? Right. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, obviously the. You would think it would be somebody to be interested in that aspect yeah. of production. Of course. So they're obviously gonna uh, study, you know, film scoring as far as studying it in films they watch, not necessarily in school music yeah. school or right. um, But I mean, people have to have some sort of music inclination. You know, it doesn't mean you have to physically play an instrument because you can buy sample kits. Yeah. And uh, you know, but you have to have the right equipment to lay out a. It's basically a timeline, like a uh, like if you were uh, storyboarding a film, you would storyboard a musical composition and yeah. and for what you need it for, and then kind of lay it out. You know, it's it's kind of tough because you're not really doing it on your own. You're kind of really communicating with a director, yeah, and seeing what they need and yeah. and laying it. You know. Sometimes it's something minimal. It might be two tracks of something, and other times they may want like an orchestral composition, and it's yeah. sixty-four tracks. You know. So, so Pro, tool, kinda, Pro Tools is question. Pro Tools is like a it's a software just to make music. Is that what that is? Tracking. It's a tracking software. Yeah, like a music production tracking. Yeah, it's the same thing we use for DaVinci. That that's Pro Tools is the DaVinci for musicians. Okay. So that's how they gotcha. use to com make tracks and, and combine different, um, like I said, the drums, the mics, the right. like they have different tracks for each instrument. Yeah, so you have like different, like a drum or a violin or whatever. You have all these right. instruments yeah. and then you make and, and you, the track and then, and then blend them together. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Well, and on a timeline. Yeah, you basically can uh, start off with a blank track. You're cutting vocals. I mean, every music studio, uh, I mean, even at the big level, like U2 or Madonna, they're more than likely going to be tracking in, if they're tracking in PC, it'd be like Pro Tools or Ableton Live. They're tracking in uh, like Mac, yeah. um, you know, digital performer, what Mac-based programs, which they have Mac-based Pro Tools too. So do you have depends. to know how to write music to do this? No, no. So if I pick like, so you have to know so how to time If I pick like guitar, like how do I know, like what's well, going to play? You know what I mean? Like, well, well, here's the thing. First of all, if you were going to utilize uh, stuff for your film. Um, you'd have to get make sure you get royalty-free samples yeah, because okay. some sample packages are, are copywritten. Right. Um, so you would want to make sure you get royalty-free samples. And, you know, you just want to kind of work with it for a while because you may want to get sounds that other people aren't using. Mm -hmm. And you could, take, you could take a sample package, you could dump, say, a drum sample in, and you can lower the tempo and you can pretty much change up the entire dynamic of that track sure. from how somebody else would use the track. Right. Yeah. So, so the music basically already made, you're just cutting it if, and if, blending it and making if, it if you, your own. I'm just saying for a beginner, if they yeah, were right. doing it that way, like, okay. like for myself, I, I'll take, I have, a, you know, synthesizers, you know, some of them are yeah. based synthesizers and physical synthesizers. So I could take something and I can actually play out a small part uh -huh. and then I could cut it or I can loop it. So I'm doing more hands-on tracking with what I do, right. but I'm saying for somebody at a beginning phase to kind of get yeah. into it and working with samples and stuff. And I, and I do work with some samples. I, I, I mean, obviously I don't have access to an orchestra. Right. You know, so if, uh, you know, if I'm trying to do something that has some viola and some violin, I'm using sample packages, but I'm yeah. customizing it. And where do you, it. where do you get the sample packages from? You can, um, uh, you can go, just go online and, uh, basically, uh, just go into a search saying, you know, if you were looking for royalty free orchestral samples, mm -hmm. uh, it, depending on what type of samples you're looking for, if it's percussive samples or, uh, orchestration, you know, string instruments right. or woodwind instruments. But a lot of times with the um, uh, orchestral samples, there'll be a massive package yeah. of just isolated orchestral sounds. So you'll get right. maybe a, 150 different violin sounds. It might just be a sustained E note uh -huh. being played. Um, uh, same with like the viola or, you know, woodwind instruments. And uh, you just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's tedious in the fact that there's a lot of files to open up to listen to. Right. And see what that's the thing. <laughs> so it's that's the hard part. It, oh yeah. It's more time-consuming, but uh, yeah. it's, You know, but once you find sounds that you're like, wow, you know, that that is kind of like a sound that I think will work. Then you obviously right. pull that file to the side, so you you know. Yeah. Put yeah. On your desktop or whatever. That's you know? cool. Yeah, that was actually the first industry that I started this in, this business in is music. Like I did, oh, I right. produced I produced music and artists, and I actually made beats for a while for uh, hip hop yeah, artists. Yeah, so you understand. Yeah, the, yeah. the process. Yeah, like right. I, I used Fruity Loops for my beats, so I used yeah. a lot of I used a lot of drums and you know everything on Fruity Loops pretty much back in the day. Um, I don't. And you can do a lot with those programs. I yeah. used to do a lot with Sony Acid. Yes. You know, it's, an, it's a tracking program. Yep. You, know, you don't have to get into some 
uber technical, you know, like an Ableton or a Pro Tools, but just the more you, like yourself, the more you get involved in it, you, those programs can do more. Oh, yeah. You know? So you want to be able to have more access of, mm -hmm. of you know, reversing tracks and, you know, oh, more yeah. plug-in capabilities and stuff like that. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, so so it's a little bit of a like I said with music, it's it's just a whole new world for film art, film uh, makers to understand world. the audio world. The audio world is right. very like like it's its own entity. Like it's it's a total. So when I jumped over to film, like I it was uh because I used music as my my board of connecting them because I actually hosted a music television show locally and that's pretty oh, much cool, how I man. that's how that's I got awesome. that's how I got into the film side is I was on the radio I produced music and then there was this opportunity where I hosted a TV show it was like a TRL a local TRL for local bands and whatnot and then that's how I jumped into film and making TV shows and you know getting to that side to actually on camera and behind camera that's how I started my career but yeah, that's cool. Everybody. Awesome. <laughs> Chris took a little. But if you think about Sorry, it, I had to like, take it. I did bring it. Composition, if you were to take like a Tim Burton film and you took out all of Danny Elfman's underscoring, it's, it's. I mean, that adds so much to it. Yeah. I mean, just the whole feel of it. Not yeah, just in the camera and the lighting. Music's huge. You know, the shots, it's, it's massive. Music yeah. is very important. Sound design is very important to film. Very important. Right. It can It can make or break a film, honestly. In any, yeah. yeah, at all, right? I agree. Right? Yeah, I think Spielberg's next movie should just use like car car hockey as the music. Yeah. Now, do you actually have a studio that you go to, or do you what when you do this, or do you work out of a home studio? I work mostly on that. I work out of my home studio. But uh, yes, we do have a studio in Tampa as well. So if we were doing more tracking and bringing in session players, I would work out of that studio over there because we have more of an isolation area for percussions, yeah, uh, vocals, etc. But most of the stuff I do with like film, you know, or media, I do out of my home studio. Ooh. It's easy. It's where it's you at. Know, yeah, like man. I said, most of it is direct inboard. Uh, what do you got going on there? Oh, this is Chris's last movie came out. Cheerleader Sleepover Massacre. Awesome. Slaughter. Slaughter Massacre. <laughs> Slaughter Massacre? That's no the same. In that movie. <laughs> oh, Cheerleader oh, Sleepover slaughter. slaughter. There's no massacre yeah, in this. No Why did you tell me massacre? I didn't say massacre. I think you did. Oh, boy. I think you're mixing up the... Uh, I don't know. Shit, I forgot the title of the other movie we were going to make. What is it called? Uh, Lake, 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 Lake Hackahoe. Lake Hackahoe. Oh, <laughs> Hackahoe. Hackahoe. Oh, or you man. could call it Lake Cheerleader. Look at her sleep. I can't fucking read it. It's so dark. Cheerleader sleep over mass slaughter massacre is the next part too. Slaughter massacre. Slaughter massacre. Okay. <laughs> and then after that, that will be cheerleader no, sleep over no slaughter massacre orgy. There will be no part two Why? or three. Because we're on to bigger and better things. Uh, okay. Death now, who's, all right. See, you're stepping it up. Death blow. Stepping it up. We are stepping it up. Right? 
I got Joe Davidson on my Well, uh, that's like a step that sideways. That took us to a whole new level. It's like a parallel step. <laughs> Sides. A whole yeah. new level of mediocrity. Right. <laughs> a whole new level of nobody cares. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, it should be Which fun. Which one? A sorority? It's, yes. It's coming, man. It's coming. I just got... Um, uh, I just got in the score, speaking of music, uh, like oh, two okay. days ago. Uh, we got this gentleman, um, Jared Foreman, who did the underscore for Mandalorian and stuff. He's our composer. Oh, nice. Yeah, so wow. he did uh, – he's a friend of a friend. That's how we got him. Um, it's pretty much how you get anything. Well, yeah, it was like, you know, uh, what are we doing for music? I don't know. I know this guy. He's doing this show right now in Disney. That's nothing. This was like two years ago. And, uh, you know – and then it was like, oh, he did the Mandalorian. Okay, <laughs> he did this one show. That yeah, one really show that kind of went somewhere. <laughs> uh, so he just sent me, and he's young, dude. He's like twenty-four. Like, he's dude, like, just talking to him, I'm like, how old are you? So, uh, kids nowadays, man, are crazy. So yeah, so that's where we're at. Waiting on the visuals. Uh, still, they're supposed to be in in the next two weeks or so, which would be great. Are you releasing this in October? No, 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 no. Oh, you're not releasing No, the goal is... Stop for photos. What's the goal? The goal is to <laughs> uh, secure this deal for fish people and then do a double feature in the drive-ins. So it may not be out till next year. If fish people doesn't happen, right? Let me talk to your million-dollar dude. If fish people doesn't happen, uh, then we'll release it in March sometime. We were going to try to push for October, but that's just not going to happen. Right. So uh, that's where we're at with Sorority. And then, uh, yeah, and now I'm trying to get another film funded uh, called uh, Attack of the Fish People. So we'll see. Hmm. You know, it's in contract, but that don't mean shit. True. Don't mean anything until the money's in the bank. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So with that Hamano. being said, Hamano, thank you so much, Mikey Plastic, for joining us at the Killer Collab yes. podcast. That's Mikey Plastic, Chris Lato, Joe Davison. Le- I'm Tony Depp. Le- Le- See you next week. Thank you. Bye bye.